<laughs> I was gonna go for French. It didn't quite work. Then you just bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> I make it rhyme with plunger. <laughs> bonjour. <laughs> Hello, I'm French. I'm from the France. I'm from the France. It's show 63. 63. Man, it's almost as old as my grandma. It's, That's not true. That's like three yeah, years older than my mom. Actually. I was gonna say, my grandmother's <laughs> 70. She's young. Yeah, she's got a young granny. She's great. I think both of my grandmothers are in their 80s now. Wow. She's going strong. Speaking of uh, other languages, which we weren't really just now, but we were about five seconds ago. Yes. I have two GPS-related stories. GPS? GPS. And uh, my dad was being witty the other day when I was in the car with him, so every time we'd stop at a stoplight and I wasn't paying attention, he would change the language. So we'd start going again, it was a different language. (laughs) We got really lost with it on German, and it kept saying, Akbin! Akbin! Probably means U-turn, huh? Maybe. Maybe it means, like, change it back to a language you can understand. Change it back to a language. Akbin! You bastard! You bastard! (laughs) You don't know German! Yeah, I mean, the one that Ashley had when we were driving around in New Mexico was uh, she had it set to, like, this, like, frou-frou-sending British guy. And so he would be like, make a U-turn at the next opportunity. (laughs) (laughs) Please make a U-turn. Don't be daft! What are you doing, you oh, napalm poop? That was completely the opposite of what I told you to do. <laughs> you know, I, think... I can't believe we're even having tea in your car before four. <laughs> I think there's a market for a snarky GPS system. Oh, actually, one of the other... It wasn't the one that she had, but the other option, which was also British, was uh, John Cleese. <gasps> really? Yeah. And so he would like make like snarky like jokes... I thought I came up with that idea. I'm Damn sorry. Damn you, John Cleese. John Cleese beat you to it. And at the end, at the end, when you reach your destination, he goes, you have reached your destination, but I won't help you carry your bags. <laughs> or something oh. like that. Something about I won't help you carry your bags. John Cleese in my car. So cool. <laughs> I'd pay him to just sit there and talk. Yeah. Well, Ashley said that she had it on that for a while, but then she got tired of like the same jokes again and again. So it's still like, yeah, you that's know, true. every time you make a left turn, he makes like the same joke and she's like, okay, I'm done. Oh, but, uh, see, I thought that would be great if one got progressively angrier every time it had to go recalculating. Cause like yeah. we were going the wrong way. And when it was still on English, we just kept hearing turn left here, turn left here. Recalculating. Because <laughs> we missed the turn. All right, like, oh, let crap. me think about it. <laughs> but they're just going to be like, every time you hit recalculating, it gets progressively angrier and angrier. Uh, what is God. wrong with you? God. It was a so, perfectly good turn. I think we should put that to the album of car songs that we're going to do, which will also include the uh, car companion that I wanted to do a long time ago. I don't even remember what it was. Oh, it was just me like having conversations with you in your car. So I'd be like, oh my god, did you see that sign? (laughs) Yeah, I think so too. (laughs) It's like, car companion. I love this song. It's brilliant. Yeah, the problem with the the TomTom that Ashley had though is that like, it probably wouldn't be a problem like in New York City or someplace more urban, but in the middle of New Mexico, it would just like find like some random like horse trail and be like, turn right here down the scary (laughs) dirt road (laughs) that leads to nowhere. And we're like, "Uh, yeah, I think we're going to stay on the paved highway. The first time my parents ever used a GPS, they were going to my cousin's wedding. And it was in this town called Ovid. So they put in the address and they're driving and driving, driving. And, you know, they go through this cute little town, which is obviously part of Ovid. And they're driving, driving. Suddenly they're like, 
like dirt roads. There's just like farms and they're on a dirt road yeah. and they basically are between two farms. Like the farms <laughs> are like almost you can't see them. They're so far away. Yeah. And the thing is still telling them they're getting closer. They're getting closer. So finally it says, you have reached your destination. You are now at the center of Ovid. Oh God. And they had <laughs> forgotten to put the street in. Yeah. <laughs> so he brought them to the ex- exact, exact center, center of the town. You are now at the center of Ovid. That's awesome. So that was like our thing that we made fun of my mom for for a while. You'd be like, oh, are you at the center of Ovid, Mom? Get your brain back here. <laughs> Come on back. Yeah, we had a... Where we were going when I was with Ashley was a, so remote in the middle of, like, nowhere that, like, it didn't even... The Tom Tom didn't even know where it was. So we had to just kind of, like, calculate the, like, closest town to it and then just use the map from there because, like, Tom Tom was like, yeah, you're in buttfuck Egypt. Egypt. <laughs> I can't help you here. It's like, oh, British people don't go there. Yeah. <laughs> they don't serve tea here. Turn around! Turn around! That'd be better if you're going to a place that, like, it could tell you how high the crime rate was and it just starts to yell at you to turn around. That Get would be funny, too. <laughs> what are you thinking, Detroit? What the hell? Detroit! Get out God. of here. Cleveland's only how many miles last away. Minute. Go back to Cleveland. So, um, did everyone have a nice Halloween? I did. Did you? I was a police officer. Oh, that and is And Maddie weird. was a little prisoner. Which is cute. She had a little prisoner kind stripey like she outfit is on. right now. Yeah. <laughs> Maddie's, yeah. Maddie's in her... Incarcerated in the, in the hallway, other room. Yeah. She's just too noisy when we're trying to read She gets excited. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly right. I do. I actually didn't have a Halloween costume for a while, and then... Um, I decided to help my friend Mason, who did the outro for our show, and whose band is going to be on our show very soon. Hmm. I helped him with his costume, and then decided to wear his costume. <laughs> so it worked out pretty well. But his costume was um, Mason Brown went as Mason Brown. He has a mohawk and a goatee, glasses, and always wears this green jacket. So he shaved, or he shaved off his goatee. He got different glasses. He put a bald cap on, and I made a mohawk down the whole bald cap. <laughs> And then he put on a different green jacket. <laughs> and he went as himself. That's crazy. It was so funny. So then, like, I got dressed up as Mason Brown for a while. And then, like, sequentially all the roommates did. So we were just walking around going, we are Mason Brown. <laughs> it's pretty terrifying. But I have to show. I'll put a link to the pictures because the picture is really funny. I photoshopped one where it's him standing next to himself in the same, like, position. Yeah. Pretty awesome. So that's what I was. I was the Mad Hatter for a while. But, um... The hat was really tight, oh, and it yeah. was hurting the circulation to my brain, which probably would have helped me eventually become loopier and therefore a better character, but I didn't. I was going to get into how actually it might have had the opposite effect and made you more serious, but hmm. because apparently that's one of the things that separates humans from like cats and dogs. Hats? Not hats, but... Because <laughs> I don't think that's true. Walking upright. We get less blood circulation to our brains. Oh, you're right. And so the more oxygen your brain gets, the more, like, happy and loopy you are. And so so four-legged animals are happier and and therefore dumber. Whereas humans and other apes are upright creatures. And uh, although it doesn't explain giraffes. Or dolphins. Because they're horizontal. Wouldn't you think it'd be easier to pump the blood? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's why there's This is just something I read a long time ago. Uh, What was I going to say before that? I don't know. Was it about my cat sweater? Your cat sweater is pretty awesome. <laughs> this is my new favorite thrift store purchase. It's like really a Siamese classy cat. Siamese cat sweater. Like it's got a big cat on it. It's a short sleeve sweater though. Yeah, yeah. It's really more like a knit top. It's a knit top. It's like kind of 60s-esque shaped. But a woman came up to me the other day and was like, oh, do you like cats? And I said, no, but I like cat sweaters. Yeah. It's an awesome <laughs> sweater. I would totally awesome. wear that. I love it. 
Love it. You can make the cat fatter just by stretching. <laughs> hey, you know what day it is today? What? Daylight savings time day. I know. Well, by the time we post, this probably won't be anymore. But but I maybe not. We got an extra hour. That means <laughs> gonna do so much work. Did you do Did you do the time warp? I did not do the time warp. It's it's just a jump to the left. <laughs> jump to the... and a step oh to the God. right. <laughs> Put your hands on your hips. It brings your knees in tight. Let's do it again. It's the pelvic thrust that really drives you and say yay, 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 yay. Let's do the time warp again. Okay, I'm done with that joke now. I was stuck. <laughs> My sister had her thirtieth birthday on Friday. I thought you said fortieth for a second. I was like, she really? yeah, she was like an overachiever. Dude. She's like, dude, screw this one year thing. I'm going by tens. <laughs> and um, it was in this bar that had a karaoke thing, and it was like a terrifying upstate bar, and. The woman doing karaoke was like an example why you should never do plastic surgery. Like oh, she was God. old and like but tight faced and weird and wearing like a half shirt and on her little karaoke thing. Which was it first Meg of all, Ryan? oh, <laughs> actually, <laughs> it might have been. But um, her karaoke book, which was like thousands and thousands of songs, had not a single Queen song, not a single Journey song, not a single B fifty two song, and um, <laughs> how many Ace of Base songs? Like eight. WTF. Well, I love Ace of Base. I don't have a problem with that. I but... know, but like, they but had where's eight, all the other eight? stuff? <laughs> like, I didn't know they made eight songs. Yeah, I could name maybe every Venga Boy song. Yeah, <laughs> it was terrifying. And they had like a ton of country stuff, but like, I couldn't believe there was no Queen or Journey. Queen, especially, man. Like, Queen, who yeah. doesn't love singing Bohemian Rhapsody, like, yeah, at, totally. at karaoke? It's the most it was appropriate so place. Sad. For that that song. and Fat Bottom Girls. That's a classic. Yeah, I love that song. Everybody loves it. But, um, so this woman realized we weren't getting up to do karaoke. Like, my sister went up and one other person went up and we wanted to but we couldn't find a single song that we knew they were all like i'm a honky-tonk woman and i was like what the hell is this she just picked a different song and then sung bohemian rhapsody over it (laughs) shut up if i had my time machine she decided that since we weren't doing karaoke she was gonna like get us involved by making us do an organized dance oh lord so she like literally dragged us up by our arms this woman um yeah scary but she made us do this dance called like the something cha-cha like and if anybody out there knows what this is please explain it to me because this was the most fucked up organized dance i could not figure it out it was like step to the left step to the right but and then you had a cha-cha and then you had to jump two times, jump one time. And I was like, wait, we do we jump forward? Do we jump in place? Like, what do we do? And then she's like, turn it around. So I kept spinning. But I guess turn it around meant you were supposed to turn 45 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> I was like the biggest mess. And then she was like, step to the left. And I just kept like stomping my feet outwards. Then there's one part where you're supposed to step to the left three times. And I wasn't paying attention to what she was doing at first because I didn't realize I could watch someone that knew what they were doing. So I just kept stepping out. And like before you know it, I was like in a full split and stuck. <laughs> and she's like, no, you stomp to the right and stomp to the left. And then there's one part where the song goes, okay, everybody, now Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown. And I was like... What is that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I don't know. I was like, Do you, you pretend to kick the football? I was or? like, I, should I walk away sulking with music playing? Like, <laughs> should I like put my nose in the air and just maybe wiggle my feet? Maybe it's that thing in, in the Peanuts where they dance and it's yeah. really just like the little the feet nose like and go. The feet. So yeah. that's what I did, but everybody else was doing something else. So. So it was weird. It was so weird. It made me miss the Macarena, and that's a sad. <laughs> You're like, at least I know what the hell I'm doing I with understand. the Macarena. <laughs> it is. So if anybody knows what the Charlie Brown is, and if you have the ability to put a video online, because obviously I don't understand it by explanation. Yeah. Or the, the something cha-cha. show me. Yeah. And then we'll teach you how to diddy bop, too. 
<laughs> do the diddy bop, bop. diddy 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 bop, bop. <laughs> we'll put a link to that, that yeah. Was funny. yeah yeah but we should actually probably introduce our musical guest yes our musical guest is luke temple luke temple and uh the first song we're going to play is called saturday people and this is really really beautiful very pretty i really like it <laughs>
Do, 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 do. Yeah. Okay. So started. Yes. <laughs> so uh, how was the pumpkin chicken? My God. Colleen went upstate uh, a couple God. weekends ago to a pumpkin catapult contest. Yes, though I found out it was actually a sheep and wool festival. Well, so, but that's not interesting. I know. <laughs> it's really the like, pumpkin catapult. There were all these knitters there. They're like, oh my god, this is amazing. And I was like, yeah, I don't really want to knit. But uh, it was homemade catapults by a whole bunch of high schools Yeah, around the neighborhood. And they just were so cool. Dude, my high school, like had a contest of, like, who could, like, drop an egg off the roof of the gym without breaking Make it. it. Yeah, like, that's anti-destruction. That's so exciting. So not cool. Well, there's another one, too, where you had to, like, make... The physics classes every year would, like, have to, like, make a boat using only, like, balsa wood and paper or something like that. And, like, whoever actually made it all the way across the swimming pool would win or something like that. I don't know. And if they Most didn't... of them, of course, just like completely came apart and died. But yeah, yeah. And then because the guy, you, like, you weren't allowed the to use like glue like... or resin or anything like that. You had to like figure out a way to actually like hold it together. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't mm. take physics though, so I would think that would be cool. We never did anything like that, which would have been awesome. But these catapults were like really crazy. Like there was one they actually used a van that they hollowed out. Yeah, I saw the to picture. Made into yeah. like a giant trebuchet, and they called it the big bad wolf. So they made the the trebuchet part like a giant axe. So when it swung, it was like this big axe, like. Look out, man. Um, it was just the sound these things made when they burst was like the, the sound most... of pumpkins. Yeah. Landing after a hundred yards. It was like almost like a pop. Yeah. It was like boom. And then it was just like <laughs> pumpkin guts. <laughs> and it was amazing. And the crowd was really like unappreciative. Really? Yeah. Boo. Like I took all these videotapes because I was like determined to like figure out how to edit videos, which I did. I edited Yay. a video of the smashing pumpkins with smashing pumpkins on top. <laughs> it was like wow it's just like eighth grade again but it was really fun and like a pumpkin would hit the target because it wasn't about distance it was about accuracy you know it didn't matter how far you could throw it if you couldn't knock over your enemy with a pumpkin what's the sense of you know learning how to pumpkin toss you know knock down their pumpkin castle walls <laughs> i guess so if it has more force <laughs> yeah but you can go right over the wall if you don't i don't know so it was all about aim and like one team hit the target two out of the three times and wow other teams hit it like I think only two other teams ever hit their targets. Yeah. So this one catapult well, was pretty like small, yeah. Deadly accuracy. Yeah. Like you could probably take off your hat while you're still standing there. Like they should have had somebody there with a top hat in the middle of the field and like the a pumpkin. With an apple them. on their head. Yeah. <laughs> with a you know, like a card. <laughs> a card and the pumpkin rips the card in it half. Goes, the pumpkin goes straight <laughs> through the ace. <laughs> yeah so we were clapping and yelling and like everyone else is like oh come on you don't see this every day this is like a normal occurrence throwing giant pumpkins around like, no this is amazing i live in new york city and i never see anything this cool yeah i was so <laughs> giddy for like a week after that like i was like oh my god and that's when i spent the week editing this video which took me so long to make and now the smashing pumpkins is banned in my apartment because yeah. i listened to this one song so many times is that is chair Char- Char- rocks the one that's like who wants Honey, no, that's not it. Yeah, it is. Okay. Long as got some money, um, let me out. Let me out part. <laughs> I decided because nobody I knew would ever get this far in the video. Yeah. Then when it goes, let me out. I did a picture of a sheep. <laughs> it's like the sheep, and then it goes, let me, and then it closes in right on its eyes. It goes out because these sheep are all in pens, and uh, 
They were getting ready to like be made into sweaters. I would really totally okay. Like the sheep don't live through that. <laughs> I know, but I, I would totally, I would totally watch that whole thing just because I like the song and I would just listen to the song. I know, me too. <laughs> and I timed it so all the smashes went with like the drum beat. Nice. And like I really spent so much time on this. And then I uploaded to YouTube. If you guys have heard of this thing, hmm. and it corrupt like you know how it like compresses files. Mm-hmm. Well, it compresses so you can't really see the pumpkins ever. Until they hit the ground. Like, oh. it's a shot of me, like, looking at the trebuchet. The thing will, like, fire. And then it'll be, you like, sky. sky. And then the pumpkin explodes. <laughs> so I'm like, man, I'm going to start my own video site. So I have to figure out a place to put them up. Because I did that. And also I did my first um, fluff TV sketch with my roommate Madeline. Which Yay. is really funny. And I edited it. And it's done and ready to be put up. But I just don't know where to put it up yet. What's fluff TV? It's just little sketches. Well, so wouldn't the, like, Smirnoffice count as that sort of Exactly. Okay. That in the 1997 video. Okay. And, so. and we gotta do the, the famous people death dances, uh-huh. too. Totally. We have one so of these many days things. we're actually gonna do That's that That's what shit. I wanna do. Like, really short little ridiculous videos. That's what I wanna do. Okay. It makes me happy. Are you yeah, uploading they're... that to your website? I am. Cool. Yeah. So they'll be up there. I'll let everybody see it. Um, the, actually, the, the episode that we did is called Sculpting with Prunes. And we show you how to do um, very realistic art projects with prunes you just need a little easy cheese and some prunes and you can make really really nice sculptures so of mahatma gandhi is who actually we did this week <laughs> oh okay. so hopefully next week we'll expand and we'll maybe do india well that's not fair because mahatma is kind of a pruny himself anyway <laughs> well, that's true but yeah you'll have to see it you'll have to see it it's pretty good realistic sculptures of old people Yes. <laughs> it was like the hello video with Lionel Richie, only it was like me touching Gandhi's face. <laughs> hello, Gandhi. I'm going to buy you a sandwich. I'm going to bite into you, except for that you made prunes and, and easy cheese. And yeah. That's perhaps not the best combination. Yeah, the video surprise. actually was originally, we were writing down people's suggestions, because a while ago I'd asked for suggestions of a story to write. And the joke was that, like, I said in the post... I'm going to eat all your suggestions, and then whatever comes out first, I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I have to write them down on something that's edible, and then something that'll make me poop. So we wrote the suggestions on prunes, which didn't work very well, because yeah. it's easy cheese, and not exactly the greatest medium. I had like three prunes covered in easy cheese, and I'm not like saying like a little dot. This was like easy cheese as tall as the prune was tall on top of it. <laughs> and I've never in my life put anything so disgusting in my mouth. Like, it took me, like, two minutes to swallow each one. Like, I couldn't figure out how to chew it and how to, like, it was so gross. <laughs> Literally, a half hour later, a half hour, I had three prunes. I shit for, like, 12 minutes. <laughs> it was terrifying. Like, it just was, like, like, I thought prunes had, like, a bad rep, you know? I thought people just picked on them. But no! They're, like, little time bombs. They get you moving. Little asshole time bombs. <laughs> <laughs> it was so scary. Oh. I guess I saw a cat fly out. A cat? <laughs> My butt! What are you eating cats for? I don't know. It was there. It was there. Speaking <sighs> of food, did you hear about the Twinkies' new recipe? No. So, um, Twinkies changed. I'm excited already. Out of, like, how long they've been, they've been around since the 50s, maybe even Before that, because I know that that during World War II, they actually went, originally Twinkies were made with banana filling. Oh, really? And during World War II, they were rationing banana flavoring. Oh. And so that's when they went to vanilla filling flavor. Mm. And they just kind of, like, stuck with that. But for a while, a couple of years ago, they they brought back back the original banana flavor. And two people from 1938. (laughs) Yeah. We're really happy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was kind of amused to find out that it originally was banana flavor. I thought that was kind of like fun trivia, but uh, anyway, so yes, they've been around since at least the 40s, actually. Yeah. And um, they've had the same formula probably since World War II, since they switched it. 
and they recently changed their formula. So it's completely different. And the reason why was there were studies a couple of years ago that said they had a 12 year shelf life. And which is kind I mean, of scary. they're going to start actually using synthetic things and it's not going to be 100% all natural. It's not just going to be like milk, eggs, flour and sugar anymore. Exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> but the thing is they recently did another study and it winds up it's not a 12 year shelf life. It's a 30 year shelf life. Yeah. And people that obviously were really into Twinkies heard this new news and they went to Costco's and literally started to buy out all of their Twinkies. They were buying lifetime supplies of Twinkies in a single visit to a supermarket. So they were buying what they thought they would eat for the next 30 years. And Twinkies realized they were losing money. So they changed their formula to something perishable so that people would have to not... (laughs) They wouldn't ration Twinkies forever. Isn't that horrible? That's really weird. It's so... Who would think that? But all the insane people who are apt to do that have already bought their Twinkies. That's true. So they kind of missed the point anyway. I guess so. Yeah, but... I don't know, just the imagining buying food for the next 30 years, because I'd save money. Well, now you know the next time you go to uh, the bodega around the corner, get the Twinkie. Because <laughs> no... you know everything in there is five years old. At least the Twinkie will still be good. I do. You know what I like that's stale? I mean, you know what I like when it's stale? Look. I like it when it's not stale, too. But I like I like a popcorn, like the morning after you make it, <laughs> when it's kind of chewy. It's good. I like I stale like popcorn. Popcorn in general. You know what's not good stale? What? French fries. Egg the two one? things that are really hard to reconstitute are macaroni and cheese and french fries. Mm. They're only good when you first get them, and if they get cold, then it's all over. You're screwed. Yeah, they're just never the same. As opposed to, like, those foods that are so much better the next day, like egg like rolls. Pizza. Yeah. Egg rolls are so good the next day. Cold and frozen and... Salsa is one of those things where the longer... When you first make salsa, it still tastes like tomatoes mm. and, like, onions and stuff. And then, like, the more days you have it... I mean, you, most people just buy it already made but if yeah. you were to make salsa <laughs> I was like you could make salsa yeah <laughs> if you make salsa it's, it's just a matter of like chopping up vegetables and adding like vinegar and salt and, and pepper. blowing the glass for the jar yes with your farts <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't your, make salsa I just make jars if your farts are hot enough mm-hmm. it, it, you can do it uh, and it'll Thanks. also cauterize it too it'll be completely sterile Ooh. Uh, so anyway yeah if like the first day you make salsa it's actually not very good because it just tastes like chopped up tomatoes but Two or three days later, all of the flavors kind of like seep into the seep tomatoes. into each other. Like the onion flavor seeps into the tomatoes and the vinegar and the salt and the pepper, it's and like then a it starts tasting like yeah, it is for your mouth, in your mouth, Whoa. in your fridge, dance party in your fridge. What was that? Oh wait, actually, let's let's play song number two. Okay, by Mr. Luke Temple. Luke Temple. The song that we're going to be playing by Luke Temple, song number two, is called "People Do." And we should tell you his rhymed. website. Which is simply, it's MySpace. It's MySpace.com backslash Luke Temple. <laughs> it's L-U-C-K, temple as in a place that you would go to worship, worship Luke. While I drink this morning blood, it's got a sour grip on me. I can hear that train approaching to take me. Silently, but I won't go where I should, for I'm scared of what I'll find. And I'll lie and say I love you, and let my train go rolling by, cause people do. What they don't mean to do 
And I will speak in diagrams of a dream and of a home. A building block to stand on of a true love rarely known. But it's thin and made of wind. It's a leveling typhoon, and I lie and say I love you, for it's the only thing to do. And people live how they don't mean to live. Is all you've got to give. Thank you, Luke Temple. So pretty. Very pretty. It feels like a little Cat Stevens to me. Yeah. Like, I just imagine Harold and Maude going on in front of that, and that made me really happy. Yeah, it reminds me of that Yes song from... Uh... Naughty Karate Vision 3? Yes. <laughs> that, and Almost Famous, and it's the song in its own. It's the, uh, I've seen all good people turn and their heads and satisfied I'm on my way. way. That's really more the first song than the second song. <laughs> That's what it goes. That song. It's good. Yeah. It's really good. It's good. Yes. It, is, it does kind of remind yes. me of something. Remind me of something like from the like sixties or seventies, like something from The Graduate or from Her- Harold and Maude or something. Yeah, like it's that. just like he has such a beautiful voice, and the background music is just so mellow. It's like kind of the exact opposite of what we had last week, 
But I have to say, That's we true. have, well, we, meaning me and the person in my head, can't get Night Shark out of my head still. Night Shark! shark. Night yeah. Shark! <laughs> yeah, you gotta do it much higher. Night, night shark. shark! That and, like, the whole thing about, like, I want a girl like you, totally hot. I want a girl like you, a total slut. Total slut! I know. <laughs> I noticed that, too. After we put the show up, I was like... Ah, I hope nobody takes offense to that. <laughs> <laughs> All the girls listening be like, a girl like me? I'm not a slut. I'm not totally slutty. Uh, okay, never mind. I guess I am. Uh, speaking <laughs> of slutty, uh, did you see any amusing Halloween costumes that weren't slutty? Because there were such a low amount of non-slutty costumes. So disturbing. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that was really, like, hot button issue this Halloween. And so long as it's not, like, people under 18 in slutty costumes, I don't really care that much. It's kind of boring. I mean, it gets kind of like to the point where it's like, oh, slutty nurse. Uh-huh. Yeah. Babe original. Lincoln. Uh-huh. I thought that Babe Lincoln was funny, actually. But... <laughs> There's a... See, I think, really funny. I think that would be funny to, like, pick something really unsexy. Yeah. Well, that's what I always try to do. <laughs> and then and then make it sexy is sort of like a point-counterpoint. Hmm. It's like, like, I'm being ironic on purpose. I'm a toaster, I'm but a I'm a sexy yeah. toaster. <laughs> exactly. Like, get a giant metal toaster, so you're like this huge rectangle. And then put like a, a bikini on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a sexy toaster. <laughs> I'm My a little <laughs> toaster that would. <laughs> My favorite costume was, um, I work right by a school that's fairly ghetto. A bunch of kids are always hanging outside, and I notice a bunch of them, you know kind of wear the same colors and like it's one of those like kind of things i'm like wow this school has a lot of gangs <laughs> but i've walked past the school on uh, halloween to go to work and there was this group of like super ghetto girls that like had like the crazy long nails yeah. and like you know they had their hair really crazy like a ridiculous amount of makeup and they had to be like 16 and like talking shit at each other just like scream talking yeah. i said and amongst these five girls was one girl that dressed up for halloween and she was really really thin and she dressed up as Steve Urkel. <laughs> so like, Steve Urkel hanging out with these ghetto fabulous girls. Hilarious. Like, bitching with them. Like, and she looked so good as Steve. Like, she really did the costume up really well. It was so Pulled funny. it off. Kind of looked yeah. like him. It was amazing. I was like, wow. He would be so proud. That's yeah. like Steve Urkel's fantasy. Makes him look like a pimp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I got these girls. That was my favorite costume I saw. There's a couple other ones. Like, there's an infomercial, which I don't know if you saw... But it's a guy that's like, I could get you $10,000 from the government. And he's wearing a suit with question marks all over it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw a guy dressed up as him, which I thought that's was awesome. pretty awesome. <laughs> um, but it was like, hey, you're that guy from the infomercial. I don't even know who that guy actually I is. I couldn't really figure it out. And I'm, I'm so mad at myself that I didn't go all out this year. I was kind of slacking. Do you know the song or the commercial, the We Make Your Dreams Come True commercial? <laughs> no? <laughs> No, but you I could see, be an actor for me if you like. I see, yeah, I see this commercial all the time. It's totally like a local New York City TV commercial. Nobody else is going to have seen this because it's for like a banquet hall where you can have like your wedding reception or like a big fancy party. And it's like, it starts off and it's playing like that uh, da 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 You know, it's like this like fancy like, yeah. you know, orchestral music and there's like this like this big ornate ballroom with like chandeliers and gold everything and it has like a bride and groom and they're all like decked out in like the big foo-foo <laughs> dress and they're like ballroom dancing and they're really pretty and everything and it's like come to the grand prospect hall for your most elegant occasions you know and then at the end of the commercial it shows the actual two owners of it and they're like standing in front of the place and but they're like these two little old greek people they're like 
We make your dreams come true. The Grand Prosper Hall. Come wow. today. Five, 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 seven, six, five, seven, eight. You know, and it's like, dude, <laughs> you totally just ruined your own commercial. Like, Aww. it was kind of a cheesy commercial before that, but then like, we it went over the top. Come through, you know. <laughs> the and over so, the top like, cheese factor. Yeah, the other day I was walking through Park Slope, but I passed it. I was like, oh my god, it's the Grand Prize Big Hall. Oh, I love this commercial. It totally makes me laugh every time I see it. But I take you haven't seen that commercial. I haven't. No, I'm really sad of it. I'm mad. I'm Maybe I'll I like local access so much. Yeah. Did you ever see uh, that movie with uh, Whoopi Goldberg and Ted Danson? Oh, boy. Where he's like a car salesman and yes, they have like a child have a together. And, uh, Dude, that just blocked out that whole memory that they dated. Yeah. Isn't oh. that weird? I remember seeing those like uh, like tabloids, even when I was really little and I didn't even really know what tabloids were. Yeah. And like tabloids saying like, Ted Danson goes in blackface to prove to Whoopi that he loves her. It's like him in like oh my super God. offensive old school I like about that. I like have grease painted my face black kind of thing. Wow. It's like wow. I wonder if that really happened or if that was just tabloid fodder. It was like Amos and Andy blackface. He should have shaved like his eyebrows <laughs> to be like he proves he really loves Whoopi by shaving his eyebrows. Look, Whoopi, like I don't have eyebrows. She proves she loves him by getting a forehead implant. <laughs> <laughs> together they'll go on to make mediocre TV together. Yeah, it's kind of a. Uh, it's kind of sad when Whoopi won't even like answer your calls. Like Whoopi, really? I mean, what's she doing? It's pretty cool, but what is not she really that to? hot? I don't know. No, I haven't seen not. her. She hasn't done anything in a long time. I was thinking recently that like all three of them, uh, all three of them, Whoopi, all three of the people Whoopi from Ted Danson and Ted Danson's forehead. Is <laughs> I was gonna say the co- the three comic relief people: Billy Crystal, Whoopi yeah. Goldberg, and uh, Robin Williams. Yeah have all kind of gone the route of, like, throughout the, like, late 80s, early 90s, started doing the, like, really cheesy comedies and, uh... Oh, yeah. City Slickers and, uh, you know, like, well, Patch City Adams. City Slickers was, like, and... the last good one, and then it went into, like, the... I, you know, I enjoy City Slickers, but... It is cheesy. He's had a few bad movies, too, and... Yeah. Oh, Billy. All three of them were kind of like, eh, you guys gotta pick your roles a little bit better. Don't just take everything that comes <laughs> to your doorstep. I don't think Robin does. I think he just doesn't know how to read. <laughs> He's the worst one. Like I know. he takes the worst fucking movies. Like He's like, Father May I or yeah. <laughs> what was that called? I can't remember. I don't either. think it was called that. Till um, death do us part. Till or death something? do yeah. this father annoys me. Till yeah. death do this father annoys me. That's exactly the name. Even Hook was kind of a bad movie in its way. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, I'm gonna leave it. When I come matters. back you better. I didn't better. say I didn't like it. I just said it was kind of a bad movie oh, in its way. Well, I think I actually liked I it because I used to have fantasies about Rufio. But that Rufio. Was... Rufio. Yeah, that's the way I would chant in the fantasy. Julia Roberts. and As Tinkerbell. She was kind of a weird choice for Tinkerbell. Like, I never would have cast her. What was she thinking? I don't know. Justin Hoffman was pretty good in that movie, though. He was amazing. Although, I'm kind of a little bit dubious about the phantasmic Mr. Orgasmic or whatever this thing that's coming out with him in it. What's the name I of know, it? I know, it's the phantastic Mr. Orgasmic. I think you got it right. <laughs> no. It's yeah, something about, it's like, a magical peachy. toy shop yeah, or something. Yeah, magical world of Emporium movies. Spasmorium or something. <laughs> <laughs> you should have a job naming movies. <laughs> I'm going to make a phone call to someone. I didn't know you had those powers. Why couldn't you? Oh, I know how to make a phone call. I pay my bill. Do, 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 do. I don't think it ever does this. Oh, come on. <laughs> Damn you, prop. It's a prop. It's only a prop. Prop malfunction. <laughs> oh, my stomach. You're going to tell the Nicky Nick story? 
Oh, I could do that. Um, we have not done a show since I went to SPF. But I went to this, and I got to share a table with Nick and Nick. And one is Nick Gerwich, who does Perry Bible File. Low ship. What? <laughs> perfect, perfect, perfect. I'm sorry, I think I had a stroke just now. <laughs> Let me start again. Oh, just like all those boys. Like all those, like, hot boys that have stroke face. All the, like... What? <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean. All those hot boys that have a stroke face. I call it that. Like, there's this trend where, like, if you're a hot young guy and, like, you're meant for the preteen audience, you only smile using half your mouth. Like, because that's a sexy smile. Ah, But to me, it reminds me of my grandfather who had a stroke. (laughs) So I'm like, what the hell is with these guys imitating stroke face? (laughs) So that's what I mean by stroke face. I thought you were talking about uh, the Pete Doherty, I've never photographed without my like eyes half closed and my mouth half open I face <sighs> he's like kate moss's boyfriend i guess he's a singer in his own right but uh, he's like super super druggy like his complexion is green at all times he always kind of puffy and you kind of like half asleep looks bad so weird anyway. so what were you saying spx that just reminded me of i had a complexion that was blue the last couple of days and i had didn't realize it was because my new coat was running off <laughs> and i actually was worried that i was sick because yeah. my hands kept they were blue but yeah. like a light enough shade that it didn't look like ink it wasn't that obvious it was just yeah. like whoa i must be really cold i'm losing <laughs> circulation my hands are blue and then i washed them after three days and then mm-hmm. it was gone. So i should wash my hands more often moral of the story kids yeah. wash your hands at least once every three days yeah um, but yeah, so Nick and Nick, it was Nick Gerwich from Perry Bible Fellowship, ah. which I'm sure a ton of you out there read, and there's a book coming out, so you should get his book, and the other one was Nick Abascus, which is, um, one of our authors for the publisher I work for, he did a book called Laika, about the first dog in space. Do you know of the story of Laika? Hmm. I, I have a feeling it ends story. badly. <laughs> it was basically Russians sent a living thing in space before we did, and they like, won that part of the space race. But then the thing died. Well, they didn't plan to get it back. That was the thing. They were just like, we're going to throw this dog up there and be like, we'll monitor it. And yeah, so it was this adorable dog. And it's all about the trainer and how attached she gets to the dog and how it's so hard for her to let the dog go. I will and, never, like... ever read this book. I know. I ever. know. <laughs> well, he said that like, you know, it's a, a nonfiction book, so he can't change the ending of the no, story. Yeah. And the last page spread is like the spaceship going up and then it's just the stars. And then you turn it, and it's just the stars, and it's, like, the saddest thing ever. So he, like, keeps talking about it. I hate things about animals dying. I know. Even if it's real, I don't don't want to think about it. It's so sad. It's too sad. Like, the dog is just adorable. But, yeah, so he wants (sighs) to put, like, a supplement in there. It was a total nut. And, actually, the word Leica in Russian means barker, Hmm. which is, like, their version of, like, Fido or Spot. It's, like, the generic dog name. Um, So, yeah, this dog Leica. But he was there. And uh, Nick and Nick were sitting on both sides of me, and, like, they were instant friends. Hmm. And it was kind of like bizarre. The one Nick, Nick Gerwich, leaned over to me and he's like, whispers in my ear, like as the other Nick's sitting next to me signing a book. He's like, have you ever met someone? And before you even spoke to them, you knew they were going to be your best friend. <laughs> You're he's like, creepy. that's how I feel about other Nick. <laughs> and that's what he said. And like, they both hit it off or whatever. Oh, funny. So this reporter comes up to them and like Nick, it's important to note that Nick Abascus is British. And this reporter comes up to them and he's like, oh, let's get a picture of Nick and Nick because you guys have the two hottest books out this fall. And they're like, yeah. So they like lean in together and the one Nick puts up his hands like the peace sign mm-hmm. to say two Nicks. And he does one on each hand, so it's like, two nicks! But he turned it around. So he had, like, the back of his hands facing so out. It's like gang going, symbols. Two nicks! 
Now, actually, in England, this is their version of giving the finger. Oh, yes. So there's this great picture of Nick being like, two Nicks! And that's what he says during the picture. And then they're like, oh, do you want to see how it came out? And Nick Abascus, like looks at the camera and goes, oh! like <laughs> this great reaction. And I had to be like, I'm pretty sure Nick G didn't know what that meant when he did it. <laughs> Take one more, so take funny. one more. Come on. And like that wound up online, of course. <laughs> and a lot of people were like, tunics. Um, so that's like the. It almost sounds like you're saying tunics. Tunics. I love I like wearing tunics. <laughs> it's airy. Yeah. Tunics. Oh my god, next convention. They want to be at the table together again. I should buy them both tunics. Yeah. <laughs> they should wear tunics at it. Aren't tunics like, they're not underwear. Tunics are like a, it's like a, a onesie oh, yeah, kind right. of, it's like a little dressy a sort of thing. It's not a onesie, but it's like a... With a butt flap. It's like a jumper. Uh, a jumper, yes. Or a piece of cloth with a head hole. Yes. And a belt. Yes. And a sashel. Yay. Yay, SPX. And of course, hanging out with Jess Fink and her boyfriend, Eric. Ah. Yes, and there's a whole bunch of other people that I got to know very well, and it was really swell. And we did karaoke in a parking lot of a police station. And a Taco Bell. Yeah. And oh. then you fell. And then I fell. And you made a smell. And I hit a bell. <laughs> and I made a smell. Because I lost my bladder. Because you were running Pomel. <laughs> <laughs> Went to a shell. Bought a Dell computer. <laughs> bought a Dell. Met a guy named Gel. Haired. Man. <laughs> I suck at this. And then he tried to make a cell. <laughs> but I said. Or a sale. Hell. No. No. <laughs> I'm not going to buy that well that you're sell. Into <laughs> Nell. <laughs> no, my ba- I got to go to the bathroom. Okay, I think it's probably time. <laughs> when we're trying to rhyme things, it's probably time to end the show. Aww. Man. Oh, yeah. But next week, we have a live musical guest. <laughs> and as always, you can call us... Ringy dingy. Ringy dingy. One, one, ringy dingy. One, seven, one, eight, three, seven. <laughs> Tootie <Two, two>, fluff. <laughs> what is it? I don't know. Three, it's on the website. Yeah. Do you some like work, people. Right on the forum. Also, you should go and give me feedback on the redesign because I'm redesigning the entire website, which is going to include these videos that we were talking about and a lot of other stuff. And there's going to be some new stuff going up. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Keep coming. It is. Yay. Get so, your feedback. Uh, this is Colleen A.F. Fenable saying, next year I'm totally just going to own a gorilla suit. And this is this is Annie Sanders saying, uh, let's do the time warp again. <gasps> do the Charlie Brown. <laughs> oh, the football moved. <laughs> my back is broken. I will not do my homework. <laughs> Don't you dare talk to me. What? 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 I did problem 12. No, Mrs. Krippoffel, I don't want to have sex with you. (gasps) Well, maybe with that. $100 bill? Uh, um, No, not for two fifties. Good night. Stop. Stop. I drink so much water. I have to pee. I have to pee. I have to pee. I have to pee. We are so sorry to see you go.